You're listening to the Kingdom Flow Podcast. I'm Kyle Jones. And I'm Ian Sperry. Now more than ever, we're in a time where Christians need to rise up. Business owners and corporate executives have a great opportunity to capture hearts by living out their faith, holding the line that's being challenged every day. Listen in as we work to uncover ways to help you live your life by design and challenge the norm by breaking down barriers and truly encouraging you to go all in on your faith. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to the show on the platform of your choice. Let's go. Father, thank you again for another opportunity to um, just glorify you, to uh, exalt you, to love on you, and to just talk about you, Father. Lord, uh, bless this time. Let it be um, nourishing to the listeners. Um, In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, it's been four or five episodes since it's just been me and you. I know, We've had some great guests lately. We have. We had Dr. Hotze. Yep. Then our buddy Jason, Jason J- Melton. Jason Melton. Yeah. Which I had I've heard great things about. Then we had Mr. Bill. Bill Colley. Bill Colley. And then uh our SEAL Team Six Eddie, buddy. Eddie Penny. Eddie Penny. All very Some different studs, stories. Dude. But each one of them absolutely studs in their own way. Yeah. Um, so but I'm pumped to to be back here and and uh, I do enjoy interviewing other yeah. other great people, but I also enjoy just just being able to talk through because it reminds me a lot of our uh, phone conversations leading up to the podcast about really really just how it all yeah. came about because we would just break into just random conversations, yeah, mostly spiritual, some leadership, some you Goofy. know issues of <laughs> why or not. But uh, so I'm excited for today, and I've got something prepared. But as you know, before we go there, yes, you know. <clears throat> I was coming in, I was a little upset because, you know, for those of you who don't know, maybe you don't follow me on, on Facebook because Facebook lets you know, but it was my birthday this week. It was. So this is my birthday. Woo-hoo. I turned, I turned 39. It's my last year in my forties. Oh, in your thirties. Thirties. Sorry. <laughs> one more, one more. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to get there too quick. Yeah, but yeah. Last year, my thirties before I turned 40 is what I meant to say. Um, and, uh, it was, it was a great time of reflection, but you know, I can't help but think I saw that beautiful watch that you just got your wife for Mother's Day. Oh, Jesus. And I was hoping that for my birthday, you would have oh, you would have Lord. gotten me the same watch, maybe a little bit bigger, more what? masculine. But my birthday came and went. And I, I didn't even get I didn't even get anything, you know, from you. You know, you said you said, Hey, I, I thought about buying you a cup of coffee, but I'm too sick to get out of bed. Dude, I was on the toilet so was like, for days. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, my 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 beautiful children brought home a nice stomach bug for me to enjoy for two days, oh. and um, well, that watch is fake. She doesn't know that, so oh, hopefully, yeah. it doesn't don't tell her. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, um, you know, as as a, a man of many talents and skills, oh, Ian is uh, also in the watch business. If you didn't know, so if you're ever in the market to buy yeah. a nice watch. He doesn't deal with like Seikos and, and guest watches. So don't call him for those. <laughs> but he is a dealer. He's a wheeler and dealer. He's a man of many talents. And he likes to turn and burn these suckers all the time. So he kept one of them for himself to give to his wife on Mother's Day. Yep. And I just thought maybe 
Maybe I get one. Maybe when the podcasts reach, I don't know, 10 million subscribers <laughs> and we have about 50 different uh, people wanting to pay us to host their products or whatever. They yeah. Have. yeah, maybe, maybe a sponsorship. Maybe something. a sponsorship. Maybe, maybe your watch dealer business should sponsor the company or the, the podcast. And yep. then we can... Watchman's just... Paradise. Yes, yes. So um, you can you can get to me at uh, Ian underscore Sperry underscore if you're looking for the watch of your dreams. Yeah, no, just hit him up on Instagram. Hit me up on Instagram. Yeah. Um, one day. One day. One I, day. Pro I promise. Look, I make a declaration on the podcast. The uh -huh. problem is you wouldn't even it wear it. It better not be a fake. Yeah, no. I, wouldn't, I would wear it like uh, for special occasions. You mm -hmm. know? Like that the jewelry, I don't really wear a lot of jewelry. I have this whoop band that I wear and I changed my wedding ring out to these, the this rub rubber band rubber because routine, it's, yeah. it's just more comfortable for me. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, maybe, maybe if it was given to me, I might, mm. I might, I might wear it a little bit more. Lindsay was asking for a present ideas and I think she ended up giving you like some legend shorts or something. <laughs> and I was telling her watches. I said, get him a no, sweet, sweet she get, she get She got me some some good stuff oh, and she? made it a great day. Good. So, um, yeah, shameless plug. So if you haven't wished me a happy birthday, there's you still time. To. Yes. You can follow me on social media. Still. still then the there's always next year. <laughs> that's, that's so go add one. me as a friend on Facebook and there's always next year. Yeah. So I'm looking at you, JJ. But... uh. <laughs> All through that, so it, it really uh, kind of sticking with the theme. Like what was on my heart was just kind of reflecting. I think birthdays for me, it really isn't like uh, it, it never has been a big deal. Yeah. Like I know some people like to celebrate the birthday month and or a week or, you know, multiple days in a row. That's just sure. not me. It's never been me. I've never, I've never, frankly, I've just never liked the attention to, to come on me. So, yeah. but I, it is it is nice to see people go and um, it's funny I mentioned Facebook. You just see like people that you'd never never talked to. Met some people that uh, I don't even know, but like yeah. the people that I do know that I remember. It just brings back a lot of good memories. And and I've just I really spent this time in deep thought of meditation and prayer, just really reflecting on the the goodness of God and what He has done in my life. And and so. I wanted to just walk through a couple things that I think I've I've formulated into um essentially four points that um it's we not a sermon. A it's not a pointer here, ladies and gentlemen. But there's like four things that just kept coming back to me as I thought through um, you know, wh where where I was, you know, just kind of a especially coming out of college, not knowing what to do with my life, uh still somewhat lost in my identity. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, how Lindsay came into my life at the right time. And then each one of my kids as well at the right time and just friends and just all these things that I'm just, I've, I've really more than anything else this week has, has allowed me to take a pause and just fill my heart full of gratitude with that, with that reflection. So, um, that's really what I spent my birthday doing and, and really has carried into this whole week. But um, like I said, I, I kind of, I knew we were recording and I knew that, um, that this might help some other people. And really it's, it's four points on how I think, how I have described in, in my own way, how to, how to live more intentionally. And, and I know that we'll talk through that. So I think, um, you know, you have no idea what I'm about to share, but I'll share a point no. and then I'll let you add some color as oh, you always Lord. do. So okay. Um, but that's how I wanted to take it. These are, I think 
they were just four random thoughts and then they've kind of morphed into this, hey, these are really thoughts around how I have, you know, uh, shaped my life around living more intentionally. Like what are the practical things that I have done? And, um, and so we'll definitely get into that. There's some scripture, there's some other things that I wanted to share. So I've got some, I've got some notes here just to keep us on track. But the first one is it all starts with awareness. So what I mean by this awareness could be, could be anything, uh, in terms of, you know, if we want to go through some type, some type of heart transformation or some type of, um, change in our behaviors and anything, if we don't have awareness in our lives, uh, from just our own awareness or uh, accountability outside, then obviously we, we are not going to be able to formulate a plan on how we could change our hearts, how we could live more intentionally. Yeah. And so that's kind of the first point. And, and to talk a little bit about what, what I've done in this area is we've shared it before, but for me, it was really just getting maniacally focused on transforming my life spiritually to the point where I have spent, you know, uh, quite a bit of money with coaches, life coaches, spiritual coaches, and marriage coaches, and and all different types of coaches to uh, to get me to that point. And that has ultimately led me to the belief that no matter how good your childhood was, no matter how good of a life you had growing up, and how good of a life you have now, if if we don't have somebody speaking into our life. We're essentially setting ourselves up for potential fail, failure, and and we've got to be very focused with who's speaking into our life, but um, we have to make sure that we're doing the right work. So soul searching for me, you've talked about it on previous epo- episodes with RTF, um, you know, restoring the foundations and how you get to that and how you just draw more awareness to these situations and. Um, and so that was kind of the first one. Curious if you want to add any color to that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> man, I think when it comes to you, you made a, you just said, I, I think you're setting yourself up for failure if you don't have other people, other, other, other people, other organizations, other, really it's accountability speaking into your life. And I would say you're not potentially you are setting, you mm-hmm. are going to fail. And that's a big, you know, statement to say, but I think it's, I really, when you look at it, um, when you look at, you know, successful people, or when you look at people that you would admire, um, 99.99% of the time that the reason they fall is because they, they're not aware because they have no one speaking into their life. Yeah. They have no one, um, they have no one calling them out. They have no one calling, not necessarily calling them out, but calling them up, right? They have nobody challenging them. Um, and I think too, and this is, I don't know if I mentioned this on this podcast or I spoke to someone else um, about it. You know, you mentioned coaches. Um, you get to a spot in your life. Um, I think if you're following the word, if you're walking it out daily, you get to a spot in your life where you have to begin to pay for accountability. Right. And, um, it is a weird thing to say. Um, and it's a, it's an odd thing to say for some people because it's like, well, what about my friends and family and, you know, the people in my church and, and those are all good, um, 
they're all good. They're all, it's all helpful, but it's not, I would say it's not, um, it's not the full picture. Right. Depending on the, the, depending on the level in which, and the level of game you play in. Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And so, um, as I, most of the listeners that are listening are wanting to grow and influence, they're wanting to grow in affluence, they're wanting to uh, better themselves. And once you realize, and you, and you, like you said, you did some reflecting this week, when you begin to reflect and see the pool in which you're swimming or see the game in which you're playing, I would, I would encourage a lot of people to step out of the, the realm of individual accountability with friends and family and step into the realm of paid accountability. Yeah. And, and you will see um, your, your cream just really rise to the top. I mean, you really will. And so y'all, you and Lindsay were big, you know, we met our coach or, or, or we have mutual coaches. We met them through you. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys had started uh, maybe two months before us. And it was, um, it was, you know, it's been, it has brought so much awareness and I was, it's so funny. We're talking about this dude. So we were on a call yesterday and Michaela and I have been, um, we've been going through this transition as we've talked about on the podcast between moving homes, between miscarriages, um, between getting back in rhythm, um, all, all of that. Um, we have, we've, we've, we've just been going through a lot over the last, you know, six, six, eight weeks. And, um, we were on a coaching call and the awareness that they were able to bring and the clarity that they were able to bring. And we came to a conclusion too, as you begin to get healthier in your marriage or in your personal life, or like, let's take, let's take, um, again, we're talking about awareness, but let's take your physical health. Whenever you begin to get your physical health so dialed in, when you get off, you feel it way yeah. more than when you're just kind of dabbling in it. When you begin to get your marriage um, in order, in a line, in alignment, uh, when you begin to get a little off, it's like the the end of the world, right? Right, because you've been living in this quote unquote paradise for so long, and then something life happens a little bit, right, and then you begin to feel this this pulling of apart. Um, and without that awareness or a coaching, like it was so funny, Mikhail and I were like, are we, you know, are, we feel like hypocrites and we're, you know, we're, you know, and it's not anything yeah. crazy. We're just going through life right now. Right. And they were able to bring so much awareness and clarity to it and go, hey, no, no, it's okay. Like, and walk us through that. And so, yeah, to answer your point to say you're setting yourself potentially up for failure, I would say you will eventually fail. Right. And, and, and it's, and I'm not speaking that over people, but it is a, um, it is that extreme in my opinion that outside of Christ, um, and outside of the Holy spirit, accountability is, is really, it's, it's number two. Yeah. It has to be number two. And so again, I, I mean, would, we did a whole, we did a whole episode we did. on that. We did. We did a whole episode, and, but it, but we're talking about it here again, because it is that important. Yeah, it's that important. And we're taking it, I think, too, from a different light to where, like you said, we we pay substantial money to do like to, yeah. to have this in our lives. And, you know, people ask, well, when does that end? For me, never. It just, yeah. if anything, I just maybe more money. You know, like yeah. I get, you know what I'm saying? Does that mean, you know? And so um 
yeah, they help us be aware. Um, even though we're hyper aware now, they help us see the spots that we don't see. Right. So. No, there's there there's so much truth in that, and and that's exactly the the sentiment behind it is just the fruit that we've seen. Um, me personally, but also with our marriage, has just been a direct correlation to both of us pursuing and and seeking outside help yeah. beyond just our four walls. You know, yeah. getting somebody to look in, somebody who's been there, and that's the biggest thing. You know, the the approach that I had and, and the mentality was, hey, I don't. I don't know if I could find anybody here locally to do this. And, yeah. and that was also at a time where, um, you know, we started, I started doing this before I met you, before I really had a, a good group of guys around me. I just kind of felt like I was on an Island, mm-hmm. but I, but I noticed that, man, when I start, when I listen to these podcasts, when I listen to these and, and there's, there's people on there who you can pick up their intentionality, you can tell that somebody else is speaking into their life, you yeah. know that they're not just thinking these thoughts on their own yeah. necessarily. It's yeah. it's either Holy Spirit driven or there's some tactical training that they've yep. gone through. So couldn't um, couldn't agree more with that approach, and um, and you're spot on too. I, I I submit to you that just knowing we've got a lot of uh, diverse listeners who listen to this podcast. Yeah. And I submit to you that there's there's some Davids out there that are living a good life right now, but if they're not careful, Bathsheba's around the corner. Yeah, and ultimately, um, you know, I say that not from a sentiment to to like no. use fear or anything else. We just have to be very aware. We have to be very aware yeah. of of what we're putting into our minds. You know, what are we digesting on as far as content? Yeah. Who are we around consistently? So even outside of accountability, you know, the little things that you heard growing up that the youth pastor would scare you with, like, hey, what kind of music are you listening to? Yeah. What kind of movies are you watching? Like, they're saying that now their approach might be a little hazy, sure. but they're saying that because there's a lot of truth, truth. in that. Yeah. And there's a lot of truth that... You know, what are we filling our heart with if, if, um, you know, if we're not careful, yeah. it can completely derail us. Yeah. So I think, you know, we say that we have that saying, you know, I think it's like the tip of the spear is lonely or something or the top of the mountains lonely. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm beginning to change. Yeah. I, I, similar to you always until I met you, I always felt like I was on this Island by myself too. And I think most, um, most people that are striving to, and not striving in a bad way, but but that are looking to grow and looking to you know move and shake for the Lord. I think a lot of people feel that way, um, but they're only it's only lonely because you choose it to be lonely. Exactly. I've realized now it's it's no longer lonely um, between meeting not only yourself but other people through this process. It's you know you will attract it's it's the law of attraction right. right it really is if you allow yourself to be there um met some incredible men that 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 are wanting to to do some incredible things and then through coaching and other things it's like man i'm i'm no longer the lonely guy on the island mm-hmm. um if anything i am on an island that is much more fruitful and much more fun than it's ever been exactly um because of that awareness because of that extra help because of that accountability because of that same focus and, and drive. And so, um, you know, all those, cause we have quite a few friends that are listening that are just high, 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 high achievers. Um, 
and it's it's it doesn't it's it's not lonely. It doesn't have to be lonely. Yeah, it's actually a lot of fun. Right. And so um, anyway, I just you know um, that's usually an excuse a lot of us say, but it's just an excuse. Yeah, and I've realized that. Put your money where your mouth is. Get some coaching. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it starts with an awareness. So n- number two in 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 the steps to live intentionally. The reflection of Kyle. The reflection of <laughs> Kyle Jones in my life. And I'm just bringing y'all into it. Obedience is in the action and favor is found in obedience. You know, you mentioned that just now a lot of people, they want to, to, to live healthier. They want to be better. They want to become a better person. Yeah. But a lot of times it does stop at awareness. Yeah. A lot of times it stops there. And, you know, we can look at countless stories in the Bible um, around obedience and around the favor that God has for people who are taking the action. Mm. And, and frankly, what comes along with the disobedience of inaction? You know, the, the, the whole, you know, first five, six books of the Bible are chock full of stuff where we see obedience, disobedience, obedience, disobedience. And it's just this roller coaster of favor coming over people and, um, and then also favor leaving people. Yeah. Uh, but, but God never changed. It's, 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 it's us who changed. So the encouragement is to, you know, when you hear something, when you have a, a thought, I would, I would challenge you that, Hey, you know, if it's something good and if it's something that is could potentially be prosperous or if it's something that's encouraging for you i would i would say that that's likely the holy spirit speaking to you yeah so you need to pay attention to that and if there's any action around that like hey call your brother call your sister you know there's been countless times where that has happened to me some of some of the times where i have taken the action some of which i didn't yep and every time that i've taken the action i was blessed way more than than what i even thought yep. just in the in the the peace in my heart the satisfaction that hey i heard this from the holy spirit and i and i acted on it and and just even that in itself if nothing else if you don't see a direct correlation where now the money tree is raining in your backyard like that's not always going to happen yeah yeah but there is favor and obedience and and favor can look like so many different things but i think um you know, we talk a lot about just just the peace and living this way and holding the standard. And so, you know, that's kind of point number two. Encourage people, act on the obedience. Yeah. So Michaela just told me today, this morning, she was in at the gym. Um, there was a, a lady that she had seen for the first time at church last Sunday. And she felt the need to go up and, and speak to her. And if you know my wife, you know that that is, she's polar mm-hmm. opposite of me. That's not her normal flow, but I told her I was so proud of, how proud of her I was for stepping out. So she, she goes, I'm not going to tell her. So she walks away. And then she felt like the Holy spirit said again, go talk to her. So she goes up, talks to her. The lady borderline breaks down and it was like, wow. So she's like, Hey, did I see you at church? You know, I, I didn't know, um, you know, if, you know, if, if you remember there or what was going on. And so she it was her first time on Sunday and she was praying that morning that God would send someone to her to confirm that she was, that she was at the right spot. Wow. Right. And, and it's, 
the the fruit on the other side of the obedience is always so much sweeter. Yeah. And and so now my wife, so it blessed it blessed that woman, and so now they're getting coffee next week, and they're and they're gonna you know they're gonna connect. But what it did for my wife too was go. I'm hearing the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Like, hold on, that wasn't just Michaela talking in her own brain. That was me being sensitive to the Holy Spirit and me acting on it, and then the Holy Spirit confirming, going, "See, I told you, just go talk to him." And so you made a comment, and, and I agree with it. If it is going to, if you think a thought and it's going to, and it aligns with the Word of God, and it's going to help or bless somebody, or you give money to something, and you're like, "Man, should I give money to this?" If it's going to be a positive act for the Lord and on behalf of the Lord, do it. Yeah. Chances are, and if if it's not, it's still a good thing, yeah. right? And so it's like, <laughs> and I've learned that it's like, man, should you know, I'm not going to give this homeless guy this money. He's just going to go use it on whatever, right? Right. And I've done it multiple times, and it's and then it's 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 like, wait, like it just happened to me recently, a week ago. This lady comes up knocks on my window at the gas station and begged me for some gas. And there's the opportunity. I had a Christian brother shirt on. Yeah. Right. And the, I get out and I, the opportunity that I had to love on her. Right. Um, and so there is, and I, I was reading this morning in my devotion and why do we have this standard? Why do we have this obedience? And it says in, in Proverbs nineteen sixteen, whoever keeps commandments keeps their life. But whoever shows contempt for their ways will will die. Um, and, and, and let me read another version. That one, that one, um, not that that's a bad version. It was just um, they don't really mean die. You got to break it down. It doesn't necessarily mean you know they're gonna croak, yeah. right? But I, I, <laughs> <laughs> he who keeps commandments keeps his soul, but he who is careless in his ways will die. So. Basically meaning, hey, there's a reason why we are obedient to someone. My chiropractor asked me the other day, literally the other day, he's cracking my neck and he goes, hey, why, why are you, how, how you're, you're 33 and, and, and this is how, like, how did you get there? And I literally, I said, well, I just obey what the Bible says. Yeah. I, I just, I just do what it says. Right. That's it. And he goes, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, if it says to do this, I I, I do it, right. right? And it's like it's like this. He was shocked, and I love the guy. I mean, and he he listens to the podcast from here, and they, and it was like that is it's it's simple, but yet it's so hard for us as believers for some time to do. Yeah, right. It's like you mean you just do what what the word says, and this is life's never going to be perfect. Look, we just lost a child, right? I mean, we just had a miscarriage. Life right. stinks sometimes. But the fruit even from that has been beautiful, right? Yeah. And then it goes on in the same, in all, and we're talking about obedience here, you know, again, through um, Kyle's reflection at 39. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Proverbs 19, um, Proverbs 19, 23. So we see what happens with disobedience. The, in the same same chapter, the fear of the Lord leads to life, and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. Yeah, he will not be visited with evil, and and so 
the app, the absolute opposite of the coin. When we walk in obedience, when we walk with the Holy Spirit, and we obey what the Word says and do and live this standard, that's the other side of it. And so, um, and I couldn't agree more that yeah. that that is it's vitally important that we obey, that we do what the Word says, and then we watch what happens when when the Lord takes hold of that. I love it. I think that's more than anything. Like we do a great job of diluting or overcomplicating because mm-hmm. our own thoughts are in there. And ultimately we have to recognize this is Eddie, something he was talking about on the podcast last week is you have to understand your enemy. Yeah. So understand that when you feel like you've got all these thoughts, like trying to confuse you, trying to bring chaos into your mind, I feel like that, you know, is a lot, yeah. but I have to, I have to recognize that then and there, Hey, the enemy is trying to confuse me right now. Dude. And once I once I actually proclaim that and then take authority in that yeah. and take dominion yeah. over my my own thoughts again, yeah. like I'm good. But yeah, that's that's an ongoing deal. And 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 I think we've got to make sure that we understand the tactics of the enemy, how he's going to try to derail us and he's going to deceive all of us, but how is he going to try to deceive you in confusion and chaos? Is, is something that we just need to be mindful of. Yeah, and I think just the exact opposite. If anything is good and pleasing to the Lord, do it. Right. If anything is not aligned with the Word, yeah. if anything is negative, or all of these things, right, the exact opposite of that, it's not from God. Right. Hey, and I, and I have literally been in, in talks with, with other men, and they have gone, I, I, think, I think the Lord's telling me to get a divorce. No. And I'm like... <laughs> But this is a these are Christian men. Oh yeah. And I, I but I think the Lord's telling me to get divorced. Really? The Lord's telling you to get a divorce, right? And I understand in scripture there's context for divorce. I don't I think even in those contexts we should try to reconcile and try to move, you know, and and try to have grace and forgiveness. I know there's a lot of hard I, we're we're dealing with a friend that that's dealing with that right now. But that's not the Lord telling him to get a divorce. No. It's not. And so on the exact opposite end, like you said, and, and, and Eddie did a great job of, um, for me at least, bringing the reality of, of the enemy back to the forefront and going, hey, there is someone out there to still kill and destroy. But if, if that's what your thoughts are thinking, and then it goes back not only to obedience, but then back to accountability. These last couple of weeks, I was having thoughts and I was, and I had to confess those thoughts to accountability. And then they were able to speak to those thoughts yeah. that weren't necessarily the opposite of the side of the coin, but the enemy was using to confuse. Does that make yeah. sense? And because I had that accountability in there, they were able to go, you know, Ian, we know you, that's no, that's not the Lord. Because yeah. even though it may look okay, does that make sense? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, man, I, I would, I agree. It's, it's, you've got to, um, we've got to be aware. We've got to, we've got to know, we've got to think about my, my pastor, well, Pastor Jason's my pastor now, but my, my other pastor, Pastor Steve Robinson used to say, Hey, stop for a second and think about what you're thinking about. Yeah. Just stop for a second and think about what you're thinking about. And, and I did that for, for years. I still do it from time to time, but dude, when I was going through my anxiety and all this kind of stuff, I did it for a long time because I would go, dude, my mind is thinking, you know, this is nuts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> no normal human being would think this way. Yeah. But so, so often us as believers, we get beat up 
yeah. on a regular basis with our own thoughts because we allow the enemy to control those thoughts. And so, yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, so many of our behaviors are, you know, they stem from our mind, they stem from our thoughts yeah. and everything else. And so if we want to try, <clears throat> if we want to try to understand the patterns that lead us to a behavior, yep. then we have to think about what we're thinking, thinking about, about, which which ties in the awareness, which, which, which we just talked about. Uh, so yep. the awareness... And then the obedience. the obedience and the action. And the third one here that I have is is something that we've talked about. It's kind of aligned with one of our pillars in the pursuit side. But um, man, go all in. Go all in. I think this has been one of the biggest transformations for me when I truly decided to go all in. And what that looks like is like taking down the the columns that compartmentalize your life from church to work to friends when you go all in and you're consuming the word every day like people think I'm crazy sometimes but this is this is all I think about and like I think about how to please my father like I think about man he's watching me he's watching how I talk to somebody or how I communicate or how I even he's, he's understanding how I'm thinking about certain things. And he, if it's a negative thought, he doesn't want that for me because he loves me. And I think about that all the time now. Whereas before, when I was just kind of like a, a country club Christian, I would say where you're more or less checking a box, but yeah, I still believe in the foundation, but you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to, get onto people who are, you know, so far like in the, in the sin and everything else. Like, but, um, like when this, when this shift happened in my life, it was, it was, it was sudden and it was just an incredible gift of peace that I got from God talking, going back to, we talked about favor. This is one of the things that he has brought that has blessed me tremendously. And this is this is the favor that is truly available for anybody. When you put action behind the obedience of going all in and, yep. and trusting God in every aspect of your life, it's not, again, it's not like I'm sitting here, like I still struggle with giving everything to him throughout the day, even like the little things at work, like, oh, God doesn't care about that. Like I have to catch myself just with those types of thoughts. But you know, we looked at, I've got a, a couple scriptures here, Yep. really in, in, in a high level, in all four gospels, we see as Jesus is, is basically accumulating the disciples, all he's asking them to do is follow him. Yep. He's giving them a commandment to follow him. And what that means is they essentially have to trust him, you know, and now instead of being you know, fans of Jesus, fans of the Messiah, fans of the of the law that was that was upon them in that day. Now they became followers of Jesus and completely changed their life to the yep. extent where they were all martyred so viciously yeah. because they followed Jesus. Yeah. Um, and in in one of the the portions of their journey, Jesus was preaching, and and they were they were in transit, moving to the next town. And, um, somebody had stopped them and was, was talking to them about, Hey, I want to follow you. I don't want to follow you. 
And, uh, but I want to go talk to, I want to go, uh, bury the dead. I want to go. Yeah, yeah. And there was one other thing in there. I can't remember exactly, but he, he wanted to go I think wait, about a marriage or something. Yeah. I yeah. want to, I want to go get my father's blessing or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. And Jesus said, no, he said, no, if you want to follow me, you follow me. Yeah. And the context behind that is because he knew that if he turned around and went back, that he could be talked into not following Jesus. Yeah. Like that's how important it was for Jesus to just tell him to just give him that commitment and just say, follow me. Yeah. And, um, and the, and, and then look in Matthew 22, you know, we've got to love God with all of our heart, mind, yep. and soul, you know, that, and that goes back to the, uh, one of the, the commandments that God gave Moses in Deuteronomy, I think it was chapter six. He, he mentioned that love God with all your heart, mind, yep. and soul. And to me, that's, 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 that's the person, right? Our heart, our mind, and our soul. Like that's the physical, that's the mental, that's everything. Yeah. That's the greatest commandment of all. Yeah. He communicated that. He said, this is the greatest commandment of all. Yeah. So we have to take it seriously by going all in. Yeah. Pursuit by, and, and going, you know, pursuit hashtag going all in. Um, that is, um, man, that is, I was reading, I've been reading through Proverbs, um, and, and I want to talk, I want to ch not change it, but I want to speak directly to the believer, right? Not the unbeliever. Cause there is a, there is a sense of going all in meaning like, Hey, I give my life to Christ, right? That's the first step of going all in. Right. But then what about the guy or the or the or the lady that has given their life to Christ, um, but yet is 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 not going all in and is 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 lean back. And there's a, there's a proverb. I think it's in sixteen or seventeen, but in 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 summary, it says um, the fear of the Lord right drives away all the all the all the sin all the um, all the junk, all that kind of stuff, right? I'm obviously I'm paraphrasing, but it's the fear of the yeah. Lord. And so I, as I was reflecting, so I'm taking the Proverbs and I'm taking certain verses and I'm just sitting on one verse and just letting it reflect and dissect me. And I was like, how does someone, so a non-believer, the fear of that doesn't mean anything to them, right? Right. The fear of the Lord doesn't really, what does that mean? But for a believer, how do they allow themselves to once experience the fear of the Lord or the all of God, or the, you said like God's watching me, right? Your father's with you. Like he's, he's all around you. How do they go from that to understanding that to going back in to the, the comfortable, as we like to say, the khaki wearing Christian lifestyle. Right. And it's lack of fear, but what is lack of fear? It's, it's, it's pride, right? They allow pride to, to come in and all of a sudden, this 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 awe, this fear, this um, this um, just this who God is begins to they begin to get numb to that, yeah. right? And then they allow um, they allow life to to get in between. Um, and so, what I would encourage, you know, I think a lot of listeners probably are believers. Um, is to get that healthy fear back again by going all in, by getting that that awe back in, getting that um, 
getting that obedience and accountability in so that pride will that's what was going on with me honestly whenever and I'll be I'll be vulnerable here I was um as my wife and I've been going through some of this transitions I was I was thinking thoughts um that I normally and I'm in my word every day. Yeah. And so this is not as believers that are pursuing God, we don't necessarily we're like, oh, we fight sin. Well, not we don't fight sin anymore. We fight temptation, we fight thoughts, we fight though we don't necessarily fight sin, right? Does that make right. sense? A lot of a lot of believers are are beat down because they think they fight sin. They fight temptation. Yeah. And and so I was being I was these thoughts were coming to my mind, these these negative things and um I was I was going, hey, how am I even being drawn to this? How yeah. am I even being drawn to this? How is this happening? How is this even happening? Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. And it, it was because there was a little bit of the fear and awe of God that had, but I said, Lord, how can this fear and awe go away? Like I know who, and the Lord was just like, hey, there's a, there's a little pride there hmm. in this particular era in your marriage. Right? And I was just, I mean, dude, I just, I got... Prostrate before the not prostrate, castrate. <laughs> <laughs> you got your prostrate checked. Come on, man. Two, two Dude, fingers. The, the Louisiana <laughs> edification. The Louisiana edification. So cast. I just, I just felt, and I was like, Lord, like forgive me, yeah. right? I got to get this, and so that's what I would encourage. Pursuit, man. Pursue that that holy fear again. Yeah. Pursue. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Pursue that 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 holy awe again. Um, that that thing that 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 I want. I don't want to say feeling, but maybe even that feeling that that brought you to the Lord. The whole that drawing of the Holy Spirit. And when we begin to do that, um, I think the pursuit we we begin to go all in. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I and I think the other thing that. As you're talking, I'm thinking about, <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking about castrating or like a bull, you know, getting castrated. No, prost- <laughs> I mean, prostrate, I said, not, never mind, keep going. Jeez, I'm crazy. You, uh, you, you saved yourself though. You got right back into thought. I did. I was good. That was but, good. But, um, you know, going, going all in and, 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 and all this, like there, it has now become just a part of who I am, yeah. where I am in my word every day. I am yeah. working to pursue this. So when something is off, I'm trying to go through and audit the same things. It, like what's happening here? Where's off? So it, it, it goes all the way back to the awareness. And then from the awareness, it goes into obedience. Yes. Now, how do I do that? Yeah. So it's this constant cycle where we never really rest in a certain area, That's right. but we, we stay in, in the fight by going all in yep. and to the point where now if if we miss some time like i i i can't remember the last time i've taken a week off yeah since i've been in this transformation yeah. and and in this process and and i say it that way specifically i use transformation and process very specifically because that is exactly what it is yeah. it's a constant transformation i wake up every day trying to transform my heart doing what i can within my control to make sure that yeah. that God can speak to me, that my heart stays pure, yep. that I'm staying open and ready. Yeah. And that's ultimately that's a segue to my fourth point. Oh. 
I wasn't trying to segue that, but that was a great segue. So all of these have actually been very, the flow has been very good. Holy Spirit. I told you, God's been speaking, man. I knew he would speak to you as well through this process. Yeah. It's be ready. Yeah. Like if you're ready, like what are you, what you might ask, what what are we ready for? We're ready for life. If you, if that's the point, just be ready. If we stay ready, then we don't have to get ready. And I think about like the health example, like when you're proactive, when you're checking your, your blood work and when you're doing these things, you're ready that when something changes a little bit, now you can attack it. Yep. You address it early yep. and now you don't have to take, you know, a pill for the rest of your life to address something that yep. could have been caught. It's that proactive approach to life where we're constantly working to stay ready and and we have to work together with all these, like with the awareness, with the obedience and the action behind it and being, being all in. And it's just putting in the reps every single day. This is why athletes practice so much. This is why they're professional athletes is because they're putting themselves in game-like situations. They're, they're going through vision exercises, you know, and, and the way that we can bring that into our life from a practical standpoint is getting in your word every day, creating some sort of um, affirmations, mantras, confessions, whatever you want to do that yep. can help you stay ready that should be scripture-based yeah, or sure. just use scripture memorization, which in we general. talked about as yes. well, to yeah, confess yeah. that over your heart yeah. and over your mind on a regular basis so that when, when stuff goes bad, because it will, when stuff goes bad, that we are ready, that we are already in a life of peace, yeah. we are already living with a pure heart so that when something does happen, we handle it the way that God would want us to handle it. Yeah. I would even say too, a lot of, I think a lot, most of life for most people, um, you know, they say the the scariest thing in the world or your biggest fear in the world, uh, the statistic is like 99.9999 will never happen. Right. But what about being ready for when, a great opportunity comes, right? Or exactly. that's one of the biggest things for me that I, you know, the Lord even talks about it um, in, in the New Testament and then in Revelation, like, hey, be ready for my coming. Like, don't be, yeah. don't be the, um, the, the bride that wasn't ready for the groom, right? Um, to be prepared, to, to, um, to anticipate, yeah, right? And so that's what, that's what for me be ready is be ready for me is anticipating um it's anticipating what is what is coming next and it's being like you said prepared right hey i'm getting older too i'm not quite as old as you are you know i mean yeah. you're you know quite you know but um, hey, i wear it well <laughs> <laughs> but but i you know i'm like you said body wise i'm being ready mind wise i'm ready um relationship wise, I'm ready. Look, financially wise, that's one area that you challenged me a ton in years ago. Hey dude, like you've got this and you've got this. Are you ready to, when a deal comes, are you ready to jump on it? Well, yeah. two years ago, no, I, I wasn't right. I wasn't ready yeah. yet, but now I am, I'm ready. You know, let's, yeah. let's, it's being ready. It's being prepared. It's being in your word so that when that deal comes, Holy Spirit, is this you? Yeah. Is this you? Does it glorify you? Does it is this you, right? Accountability. Hey, Kyle, is this you think this is the Lord? 
You think this deal's the Lord? Obedience. It is the Lord. It's scary. I'm going to do it. Right. You see what I'm saying? Uh, Lovey, a good mutual friend of ours, um, he called me um, and he said, hey, I've got, um, and he's been going through this transformation. I, I led him to the Lord 10 years ago on his couch. Um, it was just it's a crazy story, but um, he's going just through this incredible transformation in his life, doing phenomenal things. But he, um, man, he had an opportunity. 19 acres came up, right? And it's a lot of money. And, but everything that we're talking about right now is the steps that he was taking to finally being ready to go, okay, yeah. this is, he, he was, um, go through them again with me. He was, what was the first one? Oh, awareness. He was aware, right? Obedience. So, obedience. There's, uh, obedience requires re action. Action. And then all in. And then all in, right? And so then, and then, so he calls me and I'm going through this with him and he's like, Ian, this is scary, but he was ready. Yeah. And so now he's, He's in the process of buying this property where he's going to have this dream, you know, not only a dream home, but he's also on the 19 acres. He's going to build a, another dream of his that he didn't even realize a marriage that was broken is restored now. And he's going to have couples on the property in a home to be able to love on people. Like it's mm. just, wow, it's incredible. Right. Yeah. But he was ready. Yeah, He was ready. And so that is of all of them. If, if, if we're not, we, how can we not, um, how can we not, we can't be ready if we don't do the other three first. Right. Does that make sense? But the most important in, in a sense is the ready part because it's ready. You've got to ready to roll. You got to go. Yeah. This, this is, and it's a passion of mine. That's why I get excited. This Christian life. I don't even know why I'm getting emotional about it. This is weird. But this Christian life, when done this way, is so fun. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so fulfilling. It's so exciting. It's like, God, you're doing this and you're doing what? And this is happening and and this is moving and this sucks and this happened. But look at the fruit that's coming from it. And, and it's like, man, this is... This is for me, and there's more to it, but this is heaven on earth. Yeah. This is what God talks about when, you know, he talks about heaven coming down to earth. And it's like, man, we have to live until we get to heaven. And we'll talk about heaven one day after some of these books and this study that I've been doing. But at, until we get there, this is what we have to live in. So, ladies and gentlemen, make it heaven on earth. Right. Do this. Be ready and watch what God does in and through you. It is just um it's so exciting. There's there's emotion in this. I, I was as I was putting this even together, I was finding myself getting emotional by just the fact of just like thinking through this again, it was it was stemmed from just how how grateful I am mm, yeah, for where I am. Yeah. And, and it just comes back to gratitude mm -hmm. for me. And the easiest thing that I can just look at is, is my family. Maybe you don't have a family. Maybe you don't have kids. Maybe you can't have kids. But if you spend the time to reflect on the areas that God has blessed you with, That's right. it, it can help with all of these things and piecing it all together. And um, man, at the end of the day, 
on the topic of being ready, what that looks like and in, in, in the way that I think about it is there's, there's really no off days. Mm-hmm. Like we have a Sabbath day, sure, but it's still, That's still intentional. intentional. It's still intentional. Jinx. There's, <laughs> there's no off days. There are literally no off days. Yeah. And some people are scared because they, they think that that sitting on the couch with a drink in their hand and a bag of chips in their hand is what relaxes them. But I would go as far as what are you using that for? Yeah. What are, what are you running from to use that for? What do you need? What do you, let's, let's address it. What do you, what do you, what are you trying to fill? Yeah. What is missing from your life that you need a drink of beer or alcohol yeah. every night to wind down? Yeah. It sounds innocent and sounds legalistic. Ask yourself that question. Yeah. You know, if, if, if we're not filled and we're not living an intentional life, we can't be filled. Yeah. But it comes down to just making sure that if you approach life with that mentality that there's no off days, but don't look at it as a scary thing. Yeah. Look at it as, hey, there's no off days because I just want to wake up and live my life intentionally for God every day. Yeah. That's what takes the pressure off. Mm-hmm. When I think about it that, because I'm not carrying the load. That's I'm right. putting the load on the Heavenly Father. You put it on Him. I'm putting it on Him. Yeah. And He's going to get me through it. Yep. And I, I just get to go live in peace. That's right. It's not going to be easy. Sure. But supernatural peace can come into your life in the midst of adversity. Yeah. And I am a testament to that story. And I, you know, I, I, countless things, countless issues that a lot of people don't even know that we've had to deal with as a couple or even even before I met Lindsay, just yeah. various things that we've had to overcome. And it's just um it's just incredible to see how good God has been to me in my life. So, you know, don't wait for your birthday. Yeah. To reflect. Spend some time to reflect and 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 posture your hearts towards being used by God. That's good, man. So you want to close this? Yeah. Heavenly Father, we just um, we're grateful for just the connection that we have to you and through you and and through us in our relationship as friends and in our relationship with our listeners. Lord, we just come before you so grateful with an open heart and open hands, Lord, just just to be used by you, not for our own benefit, Lord, but to truly just be submitted to you and advancing your kingdom. You know, we just, um, we just want to wake up every day. We want to serve you and we want to be as close as possible as we can to you. And so Lord, I'm just grateful that, um, that you have transformed my life, that you've transformed my family's life and that you're in the midst in transforming other people's lives mm-hmm. and that people's lives are changing because of this podcast mm-hmm. that that you're doing nothing that that Ian and I are doing nothing that we're communicating we are just a mouthpiece here but you're doing the work on somebody's heart you're doing the work on their mind mm-hmm. and you're changing their soul to live a fruitful life to bring heaven on earth and we are grateful for that lord so we lift you up and we honor you for all of that give you all glory It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope that you feel encouraged by today's episode. Help us reach the masses by leaving a review and subscribing to the show. We'll see you next time.